0: Welcome all you geeks. Uh, I am
1: Keith. I am Matt.
0: And I am Nick. Somebody is fumbling with pens or something because I hear noise. Today, speaking of noise, (laughs) we will be talking about the noisiest game ever, D&D.
1: Dungeons and Dragons.
0: Oh, thank you, yes, people know. Ah, people know know that, I think. Um, I was just being dramatic. (laughs) D&D means, um... It's not actually a noisy, uh, uh noisy game, but I yeah. actually depending works, on the roles you gets, get, uh, it can be very loud. I mean, it, it's a great time when we're sitting at a table and we hear Matt over here just singing. <laughs> he brings his little ukulele and he's casting his bard spell. Oh, wouldn't it be great if I was that good at being a bard? <laughs> Shh,
2: Matt, they know. I wish we had a good bard. Yeah, you guys got
0: stuck with me. You know what's even better than a good, bard? a great bard. <laughs> no, no, what's better
1: than a fantastic bar? I'm sorry, just. What's better than
0: a fantastic bar? No, Keith. Bar. What's
1: better than a fantastic bar?
0: Our sponsor today, Anchor. Check out Anchor. It's for podcasts. yeah. If you
1: guys want to make your silly. own podcast, it's exactly what we use. It's a really helpful app. They help you get settled. They help you get situated on places where everybody goes for their podcasting needs. If you want to listen to us on Spotify, Apple. Uh, that's you can do that Google Podcast. You can do that, and it's all thanks to them. So go check them out.
0: Ha! Sellout. Look at Matt. <laughs> <Spot>. <laughs> I'm just not, yeah, we just did like three podcasts in a row. Uh, so uh, this is, this is going to be a fun one. It is about D d Which we all uh, do.
1: Um, currently, the only member of Geeks Crossing that does not play D d is actually Eric. So we figured that the three of us would talk a little bit about. What we love about it, our favorite memories with it, just fun little tidbits about it that you
2: may not have known. I owned. want to start the conversation on what class do you think Eric would be if he was a player? Oh, that's
1: interesting. That.
2: Yes, I think we should start somewhere else, <laughs> but we will for that.
0: We we will talk about that if you want to talk about it right now. Um, I would say he would be a rogue. A rogue? Okay, uh, mm, I can see that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I can yeah. see Eric as a rogue, or
0: I can see, i also see him as a paladin. Actually, I could totally see Eric, just because it's not in his actual character, to play like a bard, i not a bard, a, uh, a, a barbarian, <laughs> where he's just like, Raw, I'm gonna smash this. He like throws his hands on the table, all the pencils go flying up. <laughs> Let's just get, really get into it. I mean, because you do voices, it's acting, it's awesome, and that's actually where I wanted to start. Um, for everybody that is watching and listening, um, for all of you that don't actually know about D and D, about Dungeons and Dragons, if you've never heard about it or if you have and you just have no idea what it means, it is a role playing game. which don't be like <laughs> losers because we <laughs> are losers. We know that we don't need you to tell us. But, uh, I get it from my so mom. Like, don't knock it until you try it. Uh, it's a role playing game with dice and books and pencils and character sheets yes. where you you play you make up a, a character based on what the dm allows uh, what the storyteller allows the dungeon master you make up a character and you act as that character in scenarios that the dungeon master play, like places out in front of you where i would be like okay you guys walk into a bar and nick and matt would be like okay, what do I see? And I'll be like, oh, you see like a girl over there and a midget over there and a band. <laughs> <Wait till laughs> then Nick would be like, oh, I want to go over and woo the midget. I'm like, wait, what? Why the midget? He's like, trust me. And he convinces the midget to go into his sack of beholding, um, uh, sack of beholding, or whatever. <laughs> and all of a sudden, three years later, we're at the boss fight and Nick's like, yo, midget friend, come out. i you now. And outruns this decked out guy. Uh, and crazy things happen, and it's so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is really what D&D is. You have stats, and you roll dice to see if you can do things, so for Nick to woo this midget, he would have to say something. Nick, say something. Hey. <laughs> hey there, short thing. <laughs> And-, oh, and then Nick would roll and he gets a natural twenty. So the the short <laughs> thing says, I was lonely before I saw you, big boy. <laughs> big daddy. And 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 that's that's the essence of D India right there. Um, it's a lot of fun. I am the DM for our group. Uh But, yeah, I don't know if you guys want to talk about any of your other crazy stories. Well, Keith
1: also, he's the DM for our group, but he also has experience uh, as just a character in the game, too. He has another campaign without me and Nick, for one. He just has to get away from us because we're too annoying. (laughs)
0: Absolutely. I mean, these guys, oh, my God. A bard and a druid. Who would want them? (laughs) Well, you know, my next character is a (laughs) forfeited,
1: Oh, man. Um, Yeah, so I, Keys introduced me to D&D. He was like, last summer, he was like, yo guys, we should get into this. And we were like, yeah, we should. And we were like, entertaining it for a while. Then I believe it was October, we finally had our first session in late September. It's almost, it's, it's perfect timing. It's pretty much been a year by this point. By the time this episode is out, it might be around that time. Um, We made up our character sheets, we rolled, we were like, "Mm, what to explore for our class and race and whatever. And yeah, we started off and we've been going, uh, COVID slowed us down, (laughs) I'll be the first to admit, but relatively, the campaign has picked back up, we're going off without a hitch now. And Yeah, it's just been a ton of fun, it's just a really great um, time, and if you guys are thinking to yourselves like, oh man, this sounds like a lot of work, just rolling dice all the time and like doing math oh, like that's not yeah, fun so math isn't fun at all why would i want to do that but it's not like that all right it's it's pretty much just having a good time a lot of ad libbing a lot of improvising a lot of saying and doing whatever the heck you want really within reason don't be a murder it's, hobo but within reason <laughs> yeah. yes
0: it is it is just group storytelling yeah. that is all it is, and I highly recommend for everybody listening, if you have never played d d before, grab a couple of friends or look up your local game shop and go and play a few sessions. Um, it's the best, especially if you have like two or three or four friends that all are also interested. You, All you really need to start um, is to just go online, um, go on your phone, whatever you're listening and look up, like, base characters, um, character sheets, and just get started that way. If you have money you're willing to spend on it, get a player's, uh, player's mm-hmm. handbook. I mean, you only need one to start.
2: And they're on and sale end. right now. Believe it or not. If, if at the time
1: of this um, release,
0: they're still on sale. If not, haha, you guys yeah, missed the sale. All you need is just the book, and you get started, and you go into a whole world where, like I said before, for Eric, for example, he is a very skinny and fit and bicyclist type kid um walks everywhere bikes everywhere he's always like on the go so to see him playing like a gigantic barbarian <laughs> that throws things and is all oh like that would be fun. Mm-hmm. and uh yeah you really just get into the life of uh, your characters would you matt and nick like to talk about your characters or your <laughs> upcoming characters so I,
1: I kind of feel like, uh, for myself at least, and I know this kind of happens a lot, the first character is, you know, kind of just your first outing. It's not going to be amazing. Like, I'm a flirtatious bard. You know, that's kind of just a stereotype. And for the most part, when I play him, I just play myself. You know, I do my own voice. Sometimes I'll sing a little tune, but not nearly enough as Keith would like me to.
0: I'm yeah, we for, a good bar, yeah. You know? Dang. I'm waiting for Matt one day to just come over and be like No, <laughs> I
2: can't
0: tell. <control>. if <laughs> um, <Scar>, that was <laughs> no, that was, that was
1: fine. But yeah, so it it's very interesting though, because there's still ways to sort of put your own unique twist in it, because you can do things that you'd never obviously do, like I don't know how many times you'll ever get the chance to rescue hostages or f- curse out an org <laughs> so uh in real life so you might as well just even if this character's just like you you're still going to be in places that you'll never get to be um and it really sets you up for future characters like I- i'm trying to think now off the top of my lung uh top of my head not my lungs <laughs> <I'm> screaming because <laughs> I would wake Get, my whole family. It's
0: worth getting into the role of the
1: ball. but yeah, like I have character, and for me too, I love doing like fun voices and things like that. So being Ulysses, which is the name of my bard, he's just like, "Hey, what's up? I'm Ulysses. Like, yo, what's going on? <laughs> I don't know." But for me, again, future characters are gonna differ from me. Like I have this great like. Mage character sort of coming up. He's going to be a monk.
0: Wait, go on. What's his name? And, uh, what's so, name? Um,
1: so his name is Baba Washnu, and he is a a monk who uh, believes himself to be enlightened after licking the back of a toad. Um, <laughs> so he's kind of just insane because the toxins have also like, you know, made him a little bit of brain damage. But so he, he's going to be great. He's just. <laughs> On an See, an, an endless trip, he speaks in riddles, he speaks in tongues, so that's going to be fun. We got him coming up, we have a nice old lady halfling who's pretty much just everyone's grandma who wants to, <laughs> you know, like, yell at, like, <laughs> Gam Gams, yes, um, and Gam Gams just yells at the bad guys, like, oh, behave, what would your mother say, like, things like that. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, bake the party cookies and things like that, and she's going <laughs> to,
0: yeah. you were- you're going to end up rolling one day a natural 20 with Gam Gams and you're going to be like, what would your mother say? And you're going to see the orc <laughs> drop his skin <laughs> sadly and be like, you're right, I haven't seen her in such a long time turn away and walk away. You'll meet the orc later on in the campaign like a couple of years down the line and you're going to be like, oh my god, he's going to be like, yeah, I went home. He's like, I'm stuck now. Like, look.
1: You yes. Oh my gosh. <sighs> uh, and then there's space for darker characters too, like I've got, I had, like, a stereotypically sort of evil wizard in the works for a while who needs more development, and I have this cursed gnome guy who's slowly dying of this incurable plague, but this dark god is keeping him alive, so, you know, it's funny, you can go from diseased, slowly suffering gnome to happy grandma (laughs) who makes cookies, like, you literally have so much range. I think character development is my favorite part of D&D, honestly, um... But yeah, uh, so Nick, I'll pass the torch over to you.
0: Before Nick goes, I'm just gonna cut that off. Uh, we'll get to Nick in two seconds. I will also say, with this whole range, what is so amazing with D and D is it's it's whatever story you want to come up with. Like we all play fantasy, like typical D and D, from like the Player's Handbook and from these ma- uh, made up like pre adventures and everything, um, come down to be. Like fan, um, medieval fantasy, like Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit, uh, The Witcher, Skyrim. And it's it's all, it, actually those are pretty much directly, I've said this in all of our other podcasts, just about every single movie, every single TV show can be broken down to D, uh, D&D terms and looked at with character sheets and everything. And it's crazy, especially once you start DMing how all of these movies just follow the same DMV storyline. But going on from that, there's all this range. The DM can make up anything they want. They are God, they are the one. So with being a a DM, you want to play in a Star Wars world? You want to play in a modern world? Like You can make up that and do things from that. Like There's actually a whole Star Wars campaign. Mm -hmm. It's pretty sick. I will now pass
2: it on to Nick and talk about your characters. Uh, my character, I've I voiced with my actual voice, like I don't really know how to really do it yet, or I didn't really know how to perfect, perfect my uh, character. He was this isolated druid where everything bad happened to him, like his wife was killed, um, his oh, father was killed, pretty much he, nothing went right for him his whole life. So he exiled himself for a while, lived in the forest, became a druid, one with nature kind of deal. I forget why I'm really in this campaign, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I kind of like, he was my rough draft, you know? Like, your first character, you kind of don't know what to expect, but my second character, his name is Shmebulok. I'm so excited to play as him, to be honest, a little bit more than I am Lucas, but I love my character, he still has a lot of adventure and character, like, character development coming, but uh, Shmebulon is like a four-foot, 80-pound um, rage machine. Uh, he's a gnome. I'm trying to think of anything else, but I would... Well, how would you guys call, like, call Lucas? I'm just kind of curious on your thoughts on me. Well, to me, I mean, Lucas is
0: just Lucas, you know? I'm, he's a druid that uh, enjoys messing around with animals a little too much. I don't know um, fucking any animals yet. Yeah, yeah, well, there was one part in particular I'm thinking about where uh, a Mr. Lucas was, I think, in the middle of getting tied up and taken somewhere, and all of a sudden he's like, yo, are
2: there seeing <laughs> animals
0: around? And I was just like, and this is the number one thing with being a DM um, is you just have to improvise. So I was like, okay, roll. And Nick's like, oh, I got like a three. was like, yeah, the only animals you see are like little ants. And he's like, perfect. (laughs) And all of a sudden he starts giving them food and they're like, (laughs) And one thing leads to another and they're marching into this bar to scout out and attack these guys for food. Which then, they end up blowing up the bar. And oof. I hope none of the ants were still in there, but Oh my gosh. It's just a crazy, like the druids for DMing, they definitely make it a lot harder because you have to write in these animals and you have to be careful what you give them because they can use <laughs> it against you very fast. Um, but it, it's a lot of fun. Like when I think about Lucas, I, I do think about a in <laughs> my, my book. And, uh,. I don't know it's just a fun thing because it, it, you always add animals like I'm excited uh, I threw a bunny to Lucas for example and all of a sudden this bunny just got ripped apart by three wolves and Lucas being Lucas was like nah I got this it goes up to pet them and then they yeah that, and that they whole inter- apart. Yeah, almost killed I
2: died by being too compassionate to nature so you kind of like learn from experiences Lucas then gets at, uh, up and I pretty much just I'm pretty sure I killed one of the wolves <laughs> obliterating him.
0: Yeah. Like, you know,
2: fuck this. So I'm kind of, like, you kind of lose yourself. Like, you yeah, think, I don't know. He and gives you such a wide range of being able to play as specific things. And, like, y- you become the characters and it's just so
0: much fun. And as Nick and Matt were both explaining, you start making one character and while you're playing that, while they're playing Lucas and Ulysses, they're coming up with these other characters, and then Mm -hmm. other characters, and then other characters, and it does get addictive, Um, especially all the dice you'll buy, and all the books you'll buy, and wanting to play all the time, and getting the mats, and the little mini figures, and going on Hero Forge, which if you guys do play, check out Hero Forge if you don't know what that is. It's where you can customize minis, and it is crazy amazing. Um, But well, that also goes into D and D for everybody that doesn't know. You have minis, and you use you can use the mat and have everything drawn out, and it's such an amazing game. But uh, I would also say check out the dungeon run and check out critical role. Both are fantastic and highly, I highly recommend it. D and is amazing, and that's what i here. here, here, here,
1: here. And now for those of you who who have played or are currently involved or whatever well first of all thank you for sitting through our tutorial (laughs) but also um you know i guess we could also just talk a little bit about some of our favorite moments right (laughs) from whether that be from our campaign with the with the three of us that we're in or even uh keith the one that you're in oh or have you have we even brought up the fact that nick has started one too with us
0: yes 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 We were doing a one-shot with Nick. I, that yeah. was fun. I finally got to live the means of <laughs> Elon
1: Cross. Oh my gosh. You have to explain Elon Cross. Oh, I forgot about Tuskfellow, so I have to explain so, him. Tuskfellow, yeah, I mean, Tusk is one amazing. sentence. He was an evil, bloodthirsty, stereotypical orc who then got converted by paladins. So, but that's <laughs> his, his whole story. He's like a, a self-righteous, Yeah, like, very complex orc. <laughs>
2: And you got like w- very wow. good roles. for Yes, him too. yes. That, I was telling Nick. Very, I was like telling that. Nick
1: the other day this. I got amazing roles for him, so he's yeah. a jack of all trades, which I would have wanted for Ulysses. So now he's this freaking bumbling orc who's also like really smart and charismatic. So it's uh, yes, yeah, fun to play around with, I guess. But I'm sorry. Go on, uh, Keith, about Elon crust
0: Oh well, well, the characters mm-hmm. I've been playing are. Uh... Well, with Elon Crust, it was there is a meme that when you are a new character, a new player, you make a character that's exactly you, which has happened. Um, Matt chose a bard, who is super charismatic like he is. Um, Nick chose Lucas, who's a druid, which I could see how it's not 100% there, but there are a lot of similarities in how they play. Um, And I chose a fighter that's like, oh, like super lawful and a knight, and that's that was actually my first character. Uh, Bull. Will you uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be okay. talking Okay, I want to hear about, you in about in this. Sentence, yeah. uh, but then uh, Elon Trust, so how the meme goes, it's its first player characters make make themselves experienced ca- uh, players end up making a bread that is a mage that holds itself with <laughs> mage hand. So I decided I wanted to live that meme and I made Elon Crust, which was this dark like high level 20 necromancer that was trying to figure out how to become a, a mortal and he accidentally uh, he was a part of an organization called like the evil something something uh, the order or something <laughs> <It's spelled out. laughs> which was pretty fucking. but he was part of this order and he was super evil and he was tearing apart kingdom and he was like I'm gonna find a way to live forever and he accidentally turned himself into uh, a Bread, and that is how it goes. So he has a skeleton companion holding him right now in the ribcage, and he's like controlling the skeleton. But then on top of that, he can cast spells. Um, So it's a very (laughs) interesting uh, way of playing. Again, this is where like you just talk to your DMs about what you can do, and they'll decide. Then my other character, though, uh, in the more serious campaigns that I've played. War where Linda, this fighter who was actually a commoner role, and the backstory goes where I was like this baker's son, and I was like, oh my god, like adventures out there, like I'm gonna be an adventurer, and I ran out into the wilderness to like become an adventurer, and I instantly realized the world is a dark and scary place, so I came back and I was like, I'm never gonna go out there again. <laughs> and I was like oh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just gonna drink. yeah, I was like. I'm just going to make crust. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, gonna back yes. I'm just going to be making bread. Yeah, I'm just making bread from now on. I'm never going back out. And lo and behold, uh, I met my best friend in the world, uh, Zerk. And he was like, nah, bro. Which is actually funny, because I wrote Zerk as a mix between <laughs> oh. Nick and Matt. Um, so they appeared in that campaign. And he's like, nah, bro, we're going to go out and have adventures. And we did. and It was awesome. Until my DM so amazingly put it where um, the last adventure I was on Zerk dies in my hands, and I oof oof man that that messed with me. But uh, so that was one character. I have Borax, which is the evolution of Linda, um, where I become Borax. I'm like this big guy with a handlebar mustache, and I'm just like no which is funny, I go from this, like, scrawny coward Linda to Borax. Um, I played another Arkentost who's a tiefling, little demon-looking guy, um, who is a paladin with the oath of redemption, meaning I would not fight. I would only fight after I lost, like, X amount of health, um, which is a very fun way to play D&D, because it's it's a very fight-based game. My charisma was maxed out at 20, so I'd be rolling getting thirties on roles to to convince people to do things. So I'd be like, like the big bad guy that was like going to come and kill us. I'd be like, yeah, no, just drop your weapons. And he'd be like, okay, I'd be like, yeah, come, come have a drink. Let's hang out. And it's, it's a lot of fun to, to play uh, that way. So those were my big characters I was messing around with. I will also say it's funny though, because. Solo characters, I'm, I'm sorry, we'll, we'll be getting back to Matt and no, Nick. No worries. but uh, it's funny because solo characters have nothing mm. compared to DMing, because DMing, you just mm-hmm. get to bring all of your characters mm-hmm. to life, such as Jacques is a big one, and Marty. Marty, I have no, so many no. things planned for Marty. Marty, no. I actually wrote out Marty's character sheet yesterday. What is yesterday. He? What actually is Marty? Matt. You, uh, oh. you are gonna...
1: I so have my no suspicions so. about what's going to happen to Marty.
2: This is going to be like the episode of uh, Fairly Parents or um, King Arthur. I can see. I can fight. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be Marty. But, well, uh, I, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll see. Uh, it, it's, it's a lot of fun,
0: though, just writing up in their fight, uh, in their campaign, in my campaign, they just got up to, uh, what I made up, uh, the Golgarian Sea, which I believe is actually from a magic, magic gathering. Um, there, there's like a Golgarian Swarm or mm. some card like that. But, uh, I made up this Golgarian Sea and I have a whole list of stories written for what's about to happen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fun times. But yes, I've been speaking way too much. Uh, please, Nick and Matt. Um, I week. just want to jump off of something Keith said. Sorry,
1: Nick. Um. I hope you don't mind. You mentioned, like, DMing is really cool because you do get a chance to use a lot of characters. It's pretty much like having as many characters as you want. So I ended up doing a campaign with my brothers at the start of quarantine. It didn't end up going anywhere. We might end up rebooting it. We were talking the other day about that. But I had plans to actually make Gam Gam, who so I mentioned earlier, like, show up and be, like, a party member so I can get a test out for her. And one of the characters I designed who was, like, a, a spoiled brat, like, elf prince who I wanted to use in the future at some point, I was going to throw him in there, too. Like, there's just a lot of opportunities to use... Like, never underestimate uh, the power that you have as a DM. Because I know a lot of people rag on, like, being a forever DM or, like, never getting the chance to actually be a character. And there is something to be said about the balance. But if you really want to be characters and make characters so bad, you can literally just introduce them (laughs)
0: however you want. So, again, you have a lot of power. Yeah, I personally think – and, like, that's the hardest part with starting is so many people are like, oh, we don't know how to play. We don't know this and that. And as I said before, you really just get the one book, the player's handbook, or maybe a DM guide. You watch a couple of YouTube videos, and you can start playing. And it is so much fun. And as the DM, you can really do anything you want. You You are essentially God. This is your world you're making up. These are your settings, places, stories that your friends are playing through. And that being said, you don't. The goal is not to kill mm-hmm. them. You're, it's not like you're playing against them. Your goal is to nudge them in the direction of your story. But as I have seen firsthand many times, and as my DMs have, um, they don't always do that. There was in my campaign, uh, my DM was trying to keep us from going down this deep and dark pit before killing everybody on on uh, the floor. So he's like, oh, yeah, the stairs, you see, like, um, a waterfall breaks out and it's running down the stairs super fast. You can't see the floor, like, you probably shouldn't go down here. And I was like, that sounds like a water slide to me. And my other one's like, I'm picking up this orc orc body and taking it as its body (laughs) on this water slide. And then another one's like, oh, I'm putting on, like, this, and pretty much everybody decided to jump down this water slide. And right on the spot, which is where improvising comes in, my DM had to write up this whole dungeon and exactly what was down there in 30 seconds because we weren't actually supposed to go down that way. Um, and it's it's a lot of fun. Nick and Matt have revived uh, a horse that was supposed to be dead. And then used him to with
2: some goblins. Very fun. Funny how yeah. things go. Literally the world yeah, is dirt waster when it comes down to D&D. Mm-hmm.
1: And what about your experience, Nick?
2: I was kind of skeptical at first with d and I was like, I don't know if I would actually like it. Because, like, I'm more of, like, a visual person, I guess. Like, I love Skyrim, so I was like, you know what? D&D sounds like my alley, kind mm. of. I gave it a try, and I actually really love it. I didn't think I would. I, I just, I love everything about it. I just think it's interesting to play someone that you're not, I mm. guess. Well, yeah, I mean, you can do things. Oh, I yeah. want to rob a bank, and you go. Like, if you try to do that, he, I want
0: to behead yeah. this orc. I mean, you'd have a hard time finding an orc, though.
2: I mean, there's, there's a bunch of ugly people out there that I guess I can find. Between. If you're
1: not listening to Geeks Crossing, so tell all your oh. friends if they don't want to be ugly and potentially beheaded by Nick, that they should join this podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you don't watch our podcast, we're going to go... Uh, I think we might have to
1: say as an disclaimer, don't worry, we don't mean any physical harm to our
0: viewers. So someone's gonna watch this video and they're gonna be like, like okay, like like whatever. And it's gonna be like four months later, and they're gonna see on the news three guys, (laughs) two people,
1: like like. Uh, We are not going to behead anyone. Please (laughs) do not call the FBI. We are
2: flagged.
0: Don't call the FBI. What are they going to do? Us in the future? Yeah, I didn't know what's
1: going on. It's almost like in my nerdy podcast episode, I talked about using a
2: sword to cut off someone's head. With the FBI listening (laughs) to us and all that, all of us have like an agent that listens to us. Does that mean that there's like 300 million FBI agents hidden in the world? Like, do we actually have, what is it, like 600 million? We have 300 million people wait. in the United States. Like that. It nah, forward. dude, you know they got to double up a little bit here and
0: there. Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 so you're telling me
2: that half of the population in the United States is... Oh, yeah, that's it, That word, that would double the population, and they just don't account for all of it. This is a massive underground facility. Whoa. <laughs> like, I want to just talk about
0: something. Oh, because my- we're talking about beheading people now at, at everybody, and you, you were listening, now you're a part of this, I'm sorry because we're talking about beheading people, uh, the FBI is going to have to come and check out this video, which means you guys, FBI agents, what kind of vendor do you think
1: you'd be in Habitat? You
0: know? Yeah, you're watching the other videos too, give us that extra, like, 18 cents ad <laughs> f- revenue, you know? Come <laughs> on. Oh, All f- of a sudden f- there's like f- 600,000, f- like, 000, 000, like, 000, 000, like 000, 000, unlisted 000, members. FBI <laughs> <laughs> No name, no ID, just no, no nothing. And someone just like um, I'm being Earthbender. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's gonna say just an anonymous message. Like anonymous, anonymous message.
1: message. My favorite Disney uh, remake is Beauty and the
0: Beast. <laughs> guys, Coral was not a bad avatar. It was- okay. Okay. server.
1: All of a sudden, you just like you wake up the next morning. Your mom is just like,
0: hmm, for some reason, we
1: lost all of our electricity. <laughs> and <they're> like, like. <laughs>
0: Yeah. What the <laughs> We can't fly anywhere anymore.
1: Oh my god. You start seeing unstationed, uh,
0: unmarked uh, SUVs following us around. You
1: get kidnapped and they force you to say that Cora was a good uh, avatar.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh my god.
1: <laughs> Never. Oh man, we got off topic there a little bit.
0: You know, it's funny though, because guess what? We yeah, can make yeah. a D&D can, campaign. Can have, uh, you could literally make a D&D campaign. Where you work in the FBI,
1: and you are just three FBI agents. Just...
0: There was actually—it's funny—in our, our D&D campaign, Nick and Matt and everybody wanted to eat, and they're like, "Oh, where are we going to go to eat?" And somebody said, <laughs> yes, I? and I wrote that into the thing. One of the empty town, I made White Castle. That's where Marty white got kids in, in D&D. <laughs> which brings us <laughs> to our sponsor today, White Castle. I- I'm just—that would, just would be uh, really
1: awesome I- to get White Castle as a sponsor.
0: I would actually become super, super heavy though. I, I like that's my weakness. Really? Think, like thirteen White Castle burgers. Yeah. Oh, you think if White Castle sponsors, yeah. they
1: make us eat our eat their food? Uh, that's how I'm White Castle. really <laughs> White Castle, please sponsor
0: <laughs> us. <laughs> just, just shaking our hands <laughs> frantically. I'm no, I'm sorry. Come back. Oh
1: my gosh.
0: Yeah, come on, wizards of the coast, let us sponsor us. We'll we'll be your D and D people. Who yeah. is Matt Mercer anymore? It's time for a new generation. No more critical role.
2: young new upcoming. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Matt Mercer, if you're listening to this, we love you too. Just oh. covering all our bases.
0: Yeah, dude, you. Listen, okay, <laughs> yeah, we'll be kidding. We'll be <laughs> your next <laughs> partner. <sisters. laughs> uh, you know, I was thinking this was going to be a D and D. Uh, episode, but actually, yeah. gro- uh, what is it, groveling? Yeah. Uh, and trying to just get a sponsor. Please <laughs> you note know this. I'm actually, uh, so not actually recording this here.
1: on my new iPhone. So, Apple, uh, hey, you want to. Uh, <laughs> if you're listening right now, <laughs> we'd love a nice sponsorship. Is that, you know, doable?
2: Yeah, we're on your podcast. Come on. Like, come on. You, you, you're, you're, wait, did you say <laughs> Apple? <laughs> In the orchard, you should sponsor home. kind of. Yeah,
1: it's your fa- Talk more about how much you like it. Maybe let's... Oh.
0: <laughs> Good Imagine email. Just one day. FBI knocks on our door. It's just you an unmarked briefcase. If you're taking Open it up. What is this? What What are these Disney bus? Disney
1: <laughs> park Oh yeah, Disney. We did not an say about you guys. You should sponsor us. Give us your Disney bucks. I don't want to get trapped in Disney. <laughs> Once you go into Disney, you can never get out. <laughs> Rip Star Wars. Oh, man.
2: Eric, feel, feel free to cut this out. I don't <laughs> want to work for a communist. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 49 oh, yeah. marks If you hear custom. the word...
1: Actually, I, I actually brought up communists earlier while I was talking
0: about Mao Zedong randomly. <laughs> I was gonna say, we don't have to yeah. get that out at all, we'll probably keep all this in, you know? But communism is bad down here, <laughs> yeah. sorry to anybody that disagrees. <laughs> we can <laughs> talk about that very civ- <laughs> civilly. No. <laughs> no. you chat.
2: What'd you say about me, you little bitch? Oh dude? man, so...
0: You say communism bad? <laughs> uh, what is it, res- rescued in? Or, yeah. or, uh, Karl Marx. Karl Marx, who's the one that
1: Karl actually invented Marx. communism. Karl Marx enters the chat. <laughs> From the grave. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, speaking of communism, uh, uh American University System, if you're listening, we use sponsor?
0: <laughs> Pons- <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright, that <laughs> might have to
0: get cut. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand what that joke was at all. It goes just right gonna, yeah. Lines, I'm that's fine, that's good, because the more that.
1: I explain it, the, d- the deeper hole I dig <laughs> yeah.
0: myself. But that's exactly exactly. Out. So, we're not gonna explain it anymore. But, uh, America, America, you want you know, if America is gonna sponsor us, because that's where you said America, is, so America should sponsor us. And on top of that, if America, <laughs> well, sponsor if, if us, America sponsors us, that, sponsor that means the taxpayers us, you know? are
2: sponsoring us. Just... <laughs> so, viewers like you, you're sponsored. <laughs> so that means you guys listening right now. So, does that mean I'm sponsoring that technically myself?
1: technically does. <laughs> well, if by that logic, wouldn't a person who works for the government technically be
0: paying their own salary? Yes, yes,
2: there. Yes. Wait, wait. So mm-hmm.
0: are they their own boss then? That's the real question. You know, there's people that get pulled over by cops and they're like, "Oh, I'm paying your salary." Yeah. or Whatever. Like, I, henceforth, so I'm your whatever. Um, does that mean that the police officer himself is paying his actual like superior off officer? So does that ever like? Is he ever like? Oh, I'm not going to. I don't know. Like I
1: don't know. Oh yeah, we got way off
0: topic. <laughs> we were talking about D
1: and D. What are you talking ah, about? Ah, yes. This we've actually been rolling this session session. whole time. No one's or been ribby. able to see. And, yeah.
0: Yeah. I just got a negative
1: one in Korea. So that means I forgot how to pronounce the word, uh, pronounce yeah. my friend's names. Isn't that right? Nike and Kaif?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. I... Did you, just
0: been... that you just you Nike
1: and Kaif.
0: What did oh, you think I said? <laughs> I'm not saying that. Okay. Oh. You guys are tried it? Wow, dang it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> fun time. To- this really got off topic. Okay, guys, guys. Everybody, everybody for- all of you get in the subtle. That's right. Come on, look, I'm talking. To- hands in. Ready? Yeah. On the teamwork. Three, teamwork. Teamwork. One, oh, two, yeah. three. Teamwork. Woo!
1: So. Okay.
0: So, 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 back to
1: yeah. the I don't even know uh, where like, to go throwing- from that. Um, Things got kind of a little crazy. Uh. Which is a perfect representation yeah. of what can happen in d You guys are sitting there like, oh, this started off seemingly normal, and it totally went in a direction I never would have predicted, and it ended up being a lot of fun. Boom, that's a d session.
0: We actually yeah. did that yeah. symbolically. But, yep, exactly. It, it, that, was, yep, mm-hmm. that was our whole point yeah. in talking about improvising. Yeah, we like, have no like, idea right what our next sentences are going to be. D&D, I can be just say anything I want. Though, at the viewers, mm-hmm. uh, I want to say we'll probably be <laughs> wrapping up um thank you so much for listening you mm-hmm. guys actually make the dream work. yes you said teamwork before See, it all connects um but definitely look into D. it's such a fun time if you stuck around this long mm-hmm. you guys should probably have yeah, it already you know um it's yeah it's it's super awesome like i said that the books are probably on sale right now you should check and uh I don't know. It's just, it's a great time. I mean, there's a guy in Canada that has been on a thirty-four 36-year mm. campaign. One 1984 campaign 36 years. That's crazy. And, yes. Yeah. So what you could do is you could do a one-shot, which is what we did with Nick, which literally lasts one session, which you sit down, you play for like three, four hours, and it's over. Or you could do a one shot that I was doing in a mercenary guild where it lasts for like three days, like three sessions of where you get together and you play. Some people play online, so they don't even need to do it. Some people, my friend Yanni, he goes to a game store near us and he plays there. The possibilities are endless and it is so much fun. It's just so worth checking. Mm -hmm. It's so worth it, you know, just to check out. I got my family into it, and again, like you don't have to play fantasy based like Lord of the Rings. You could play, which I made a one shot for my family that was the Marvel universe. You know, my dad was freaking Venom. Like he was like, ah, but it, it was a it was a great time. So definitely check it out. It's really just making a story and having your friends mm-hmm. uh, be a character. Be yeah, a part of it. It's really awesome.
1: And even if you're hesitant about it, yeah. I'd say just go for it because I, Nick, and I, I think we're both kind of like mm, I don't know. And really, we've ended up having such a great time.
0: Also, on top of that, take us, for example. Like, you guys have friends, you know? We, we don't. We're geeks. We're losers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's there. We do. Knock, knock. Oh, damn it. Oh, damn it, I said the joke wrong, who? Why? Why did the geek cross the road? Ah, that was ah, the joke, guys. I, I don't know <laughs> so why. Why did the geek cross the road? Yeah.
1: Okay, never mind. I, 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 <laughs> I, mean, I was gonna say to get hit by a truck. But... Jeez. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He crossed the road <laughs> to go to White Castle. All right. Let's just that's the retcon then.
0: Geek <laughs> crossed the road to go to the store to buy D and D books, yeah. or to play D and D. <laughs> <the> okay. <laughs> <I'm not laughs> <a
1: chance>. Members <laughs> of our Discord, <laughs> why FBI do you think the geek crossed the road? Let us know. But um no. <laughs> <laughs> also, FBI agents,
0: please join our Discord. Yes. You may we'll think about it this team way, team we wouldn't have had team as team much team
1: fun team tonight team. if you guys weren't out um, there doing what you're doing. So might as well get involved.
0: Thank you. Thanks everybody. Bye. Bye. So, again, thank you. Send this out to all the people you know that like D&D or yeah. that like FBI agents. Or like White Castle. Because this is this is how my sessions go. Or if you want White yes, Castle. Yes, exactly. If you go? or your
1: friend or family member <laughs> knows the CEO of White Castle, you know, just get them involved in this, all right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, just but, but, but or, just as we're winding down, I did want to say. Um, facts. that while we were talking earlier as the, yeah. <laughs> the first time we were starting to wind down, um, I was going to say you may, like, I, I really think that there's a bit of D and D for anyone, like no matter what your interests are, like if you love history, you can really just play around with like the history of your campaign. You could really be a good DM effectively. Um, if you love like acting and being dramatic, well, it's perfect because you literally can do whatever you want with your character. It's like a totally new person. If you love math, like you know, it's a lot of math too. If you want, it, with the rolls and whatnot.
0: It's not a lot. I'm of trying time. to get yeah. To what are you, you talking about? You like math and
1: math. If you like Spanish, uh, really do a campaign really
0: in Spanish. Like <laughs> it's so cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and you, you can get your like character. Try like to bring snacks.
0: <laughs> yeah. to bring snacks. One of the cool, actually, that was a cool thing. One of uh, in our session. Uh, we were at a bar and everybody was, we were drinking and we got these the uh the drow label um alcohol and my friend actually brought oh my. whiskey like That's some awesome. high-end bourbon and are you that for us. When are you gonna, zap, um, so are you gonna zap, be a good deal? That was my um, high-end bourbon. <laughs> I actually I have something planned for you guys. Gee, when so are you gonna be a good deal? Wow. I just rolled a natural I almost said a natural nineteen.
2: I just rolled a <laughs> natural nineteen. So huh, you, you don't have enough rules to do that
0: one <laughs> 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 uh, my uh, D&D is perfect uh-huh. for everybody because you make the character mm. how you want and it's so good to get out of your shell because, and you guys have probably heard it, I can stutter a lot, um, or I'm maybe you guys haven't heard it because I'm just in a very natural environment, but I can stutter a lot, I can trip on my words, um, and I can be very shy actually in a lot of scenarios. So especially and I used to enjoy writing and I haven't wrote in a while. So just playing D&D helped improve all those qualities in my life, a part of me being able to improvise more and more public speaking. You know, I'm sitting there being like, you guys walk into this cave and you this and that. And I'm trying to describe the wall and the texture of the how it's crumbling and some mm. moss is growing on it and water is dripping down and just, this just thick layer of fog is by your yeah. feet swooping in and an air, a, a gust of wind hits your face and you just smell like death on it and you know like whatever and blah, blah, blah. And like you start describing things and getting into it and it just improves your overall quality of life because now... I'm sitting in a class, class. Well, I dropped out of college, but I would be sitting in a class, and God it, be, Keith, like, we need Eric you know, like, it, it gets you, I just wanted you guys to know, at every day, <laughs> who else picked up on that in that one video we talked about Marvel, where, where I got burnt more than the human torch, where it was like, oh, Keith, you're such a hard worker, and then Eric was just like, yeah, that's what you dropped out of college. <laughs> I think this has been our
2: whole session. Do you guys have anything else to add? Uh, Thanks, everybody, for listening to us ramble for three whole sessions in a row for us. Yeah, uh,
1: I'm not really sure the order that these are going to come out with, but uh, if you guys watch the Disney video, the Cora video, and this video, that is all in the span of about four hours (laughs) that we've recorded it. Um, And this is the last one, so you can tell we're a little loopy, but um yeah. I think we've managed to stay on course for the most part. We we kind of tied it all back Absolutely. We,
0: we derailed, Okay, but we but we, we
2: mostly derailed. derailed But that's the point. <laughs> exactly. exactly isn't it isn't it's not about the end point, it's about the yes. end point. And I think
1: life
0: could be the same. Exactly. It's just crazy though how D d the, the concept, mm. the story structure, just is in everything. Again, there's only been one movie I've ever seen that does not follow that D&D structure. And yeah, well, I was going to say, what is that movie I've ever seen? Curious. And I have to go and find out which one it was because it was horrendous. Dude, it was the only movie that followed no D&D structure. absolutely like, no, no order to it. And it was disgusting. Well, because, I mean, the whole story structure goes, like, you know, you have a party, you have people, the main yeah. characters, which is what you have to do yeah. for a story. They follow some type of conflict. And then they resolve the conflict, or maybe they die, or blah 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 happens. And I don't remember what it was. Just very inconsistent, and it was like the main characters weren't—I don't even know. Like it, they just were bad. Like it was a bad movie. It was a bad movie. So it gets it gets zero. zero. Or no, that would actually be I one. Think zero. Zero. It gets, on, it gets zero. Zero. Well, actually, out. I think that's the one thing you can do divided
1: by zero. Zero. Div-
0: Oh yeah! Oh
1: (laughs) my No, we gotta have the math kids.
0: Off topic, and this goes out to everybody. If you have stayed this far into the video, first of all, I personally love you, which is kind of (laughs) weird, but you're awesome. And now I have two fun, fun questions for you guys. And you guys tell everybody you want, and then send them to this video. Um, it is. You ask somebody, "Do you believe in aliens and do you believe in ghosts?" I believe Nick in Matt, both. Nick and Matt can both an- answer.
2: Yeah, so I, I, think believe I believe both. in both. Yeah,
0: sure. So the us just say that. Okay. Okay. So good enough. So the question goes: So you believe in both? Do you believe in alien ghosts? What happens? What happens to aliens when they die? Do they have ghosts? Who knows? Do they if have a hell?
2: Like, well technically they can go on forever and ever. You don't know what an alien's lifespan is. Maybe it like like a phoenix, you know? Maybe it dies and then is reborn Whoa, that's crazy. Well also like if reincarnation is a thing, can
0: an alien be reincarnated <laughs> into our like thing? Like now can the be real reincarnated is, can you into aliens reincarnated into an alien that's weird past. That's actually a big thing for me. I, I think we are we're talking about religion. Can reincarnation actually work? <laughs> Sorry, that isn't getting too <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, But, well, I mean, it's, we're not like, like saying, enough. like,
0: oh, but Christianity affairs... fun... <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> Dude, hey, no, stop. Bad. The other fun fact, the other fun question I was going to ask for everybody, and now I'm drawing a blank. I'll go quickly, next to uh, the powerhouse myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, so how about that, uh,
2: uh weather, huh? Oh, my Y-comics goodness. Mix plus B, right? Am I I
0: completely forgot what I the other fun fact, and the, that Alien was a real Ghost? fun question. I wanted to say, what was it? It was Alien well, Ghost. Before Alien Ghost, what were we talking about? Right towards the end. Oh, we talked oh, about this. An yes. Apple a day. That was it. The Orchard story. Wow. Nick, Matt, and I went to an orchard the other day, and we were talking about Nick, Matt, Caitlin, and I went to an orchard the other day, and we were talking about an apple a day keeps the doctor away so does it is it like one apple keeps a doctor away like because it's an apple a day like does it have to be a baby (laughs) apple like when does that day end you know um and we were we were going off about this for a while uh, surprising right nerdy stuff to talk about to to ponder If you killed a man, if you beheaded a (laughs) non-follower of Geek's Crossing and left an apple (laughs) on his body, could not go by him? No. Does it count if you have a doctorate? Because you technically are a doctor. Could you use an apple to keep (laughs) them away too? Our FBI (laughs) agents don't have any fears.
1: (laughs) Right, agents? Please don't go after
0: us.
1: And doctors! uh, So, uh, you you should join our Discord. You know, get involved. <laughs> Tell us your own opinions.
0: I, I, I promise Maybe no you. Maybe a few Apple phones, phones, but no apples. <laughs> We're not actually. No, no, no apples. Can doctors have Apple
1: phones? Can oh a doctor drink apple juice? Or does it have to Dude, be. Maybe these in are cell the phone? questions. Like, can I just throw them at it like holy water? Like, just. Ooh. Throw the apple juice? <laughs> <laughs> Burning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just the power of Apple compels you. I can
0: see it, too.
1: <laughs> they have like, to get thrown uh, back. Wait <laughs> yeah, <alive>. Yes!
0: <laughs> just start melting. <laughs> The doctor stops, looks at you, starts chuckling. That's your second apple of the day. It has no power here.
1: Okay, here's what happened. Here's some life advice from Matt. If you find yourself in a situation where your apples are powerless, let the doctor beat the crap out of you. <laughs> and then sue him because he violated the Hippocratic Oath. And then you can you can get a hefty sum. <laughs> doctors are supposed, supposed to do no harm. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just to <gloat laughs> And send apples? one apple to his house every single day for the rest of your life. <laughs> Please, <laughs> he, can't apple he can't go to work, he loses everything, he sells his doctorate, and then he can overcome the power.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so are doctors afraid of apples? <laughs> <trees>? um, <laughs> asking the real questions here. <laughs> Do you think, like a doctor, would be like, "Oh, this tree's okay." Like, would they sense that it's an apple tree? Like, they could be oh, under like it. Isaac Newton. I was Isaac Newton, a doctor, because he got <laughs> in the head. Maybe maybe oh, it doesn't say he was. He, he was a mathematician, He's He's an an a a a physicist,
1: astronomer, theologian, and author. But I don't. It doesn't say doctor, but I guess it, technically, I mean, doctors probably didn't really exist in the in the modern form.
0: I'm just gonna say, <laughs> he wasn't a doctor. <laughs> yeah, obviously, he wasn't that smart.
1: Yeah, what did he do? Discovered gravity? Yeah, like he like, invented like three do, new forms like, discover of math. Discovered quantum physics <laughs> one afternoon. So does that mean
2: people? Does that mean people before what was sixteen, it, like, whatever? What was he sixteen? 16? The 16th century just flew up. Yeah, in it just flew around. Discovered gravity. What comes up must goes down, and then the world is like this guy's. And everyone lands. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: and that's why doctors hate apples because he discovered gravity yeah. due to yeah. apples, or just that they couldn't fly, fly anymore I
1: mean bam
0: you know it's a part of B&B yes because we
1: disconnected <clears throat> so uh if you or your friend know any apple orchards that want to
2: sponsor us oh. to or if you are an apple orchard <laughs> yes please we don't discriminate you can be a tree you can sponsor yeah. us pear orchards are not
1: welcome though
0: get out
2: great <laughs> You ever been to a pear orchard? Like, come Whoa,
0: on. man. Dude, but think about Anakin, though. <laughs> second, oh, Star Wars, when he uses the force to cut it. Mm. Alright, Pear Orchard, you're, you're welcome some back. Pear kind Orchard. Of cool.
1: Yeah, none of that. And if you're a Pear Orchard, you have to slice the pear in half like Anakin, otherwise, you get kicked out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> One guy, please. I don't care who you are. Just. Take a, uh, a video of you taking a piece or a, a dude. You'll have my it in the air If you like a katana cutting it in half <laughs> and throw that in our Discord. <laughs> yeah, I will pin that in the Discord. I don't care how many people. I will make my own Discord page yes. for pear cutting. Yes, but we are not responsible for any harm or damage. Yeah, no. Do not uh, try it. Please practice viable by bylaw to say do not try this at home. <laughs> well, the real question, though, also comes down to. Well, apple is a pear. keep like nobody away. Anyway, so, do, doctors yeah? can eat a pear if they so please. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe that's also why, because a pear is like the apple for the rich in like air quotes. So, like, oh, they, doctors they make think so they're much good money, for maybe apples. Maybe yeah. like, like, they're like. Maybe that's why they don't like apple. Yeah, maybe yeah that's that's maybe not why really they're <laughs> afraid of them. Maybe they're <laughs> just like Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusted, yeah.
2: Please, <laughs> not, please this any we want of to know for sure, displays. yeah. Tell us. What like, is the deal you this, guys have? Uh... Now, does that work on people with J.D.'s? Uh, like, or do you have to be a full doctor to eat apples? Like, no. J.D.'s are junior doctorate? Wait, wait. Well, then wait. they can't have, so they that can't that have little apples. <laughs> Oh, ooh. like for me, if I, I guess that's kind lost, of a I'm pretty it. sure I would get a JD. Yeah, so junior apples, stay away from them. <laughs> <laughs> wow, look at Nick bragging again, dude. dude <laughs> that's gonna be the best of they me. They actually do baby apples. apples only we
0: had this friend. Yes, yeah, we had this friend a while back. Nick and I named Austin and one well, named Tom, and Austin for. No apparent reason would take quarters and just <laughs> Tom's th- oh head gosh. like as hard as I hope as he's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Oh please, he hates me. I don't
2: think yeah. he'll ever listen to my voice again.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Long story short, with with that kid, uh, he couldn't ride a bike, and which which is not nothing's wrong with that. Like I know many people that can't ride bikes. Like it's literally nothing's wrong with that. And we we told uh, one of our friends, a mutual friend of ours, and then he was like, "Yeah, I don't like you guys anymore." <laughs> That, yeah, people who can't ride Or people. eat apples.
2: Wow, no. we got really far from D D.
0: People who can't and ride bike like, companies. <laughs> on us. On us
1: because now you know that there's people out there who can't like yep. ride them, you probably want to get like your word yes. out a lot more now.
2: Right. So that's
1: gonna be our. That's gonna be. Um, our can bike.
2: you can you imagine like trying to explain over audio riding.
1: only how to ride a bike? It's like, all right, so like you just do this, right? Like it's a little thing you
0: you can't tell right now, but you do this. You get off. This is this is how you ride a bike. You get, get on get off and don't and
2: fall off. Don't fall off. And you use the pedals. So <laughs>
0: the end. Oh my gosh! My brother-in-law, um, or my sister's boyfriend, that whatever, whatever's going on, he at one point. When I was having lady issues, he told me the secret to getting any girl you want. Rule number one: be attractive. Rule, rule number three: be Well, that I, you the is unfortunate then. <laughs> yeah, Matt, you're doing it backwards. You're being attractive and you're not being attractive. It's going to require gonna a lot a of plastic surgery,
1: and I'm not going to get plastic surgery. I've no. already pissed off all the doctors.
0: Oh, yeah, you're sending apples to them. You know what? Actually, I lied. Our next podcast is going to be about... Uh, is it going to be to all the illiterate people that can't read, um, including Nick and I and Matt. So, Nick, do you want to tell them calling? what it says on our pa- pamphlet? pamphlet here. The pamphlet? Oh, I don't have it. You don't have your... Oh. Matt, do you have the pamphlet?
2: You, you're you the, the only one.
0: What? Am I the only one with your pamphlet? You're going to have to try and read it for a little bit. Uh, I'm going to have to try to read it. Okay, I'm going to open up to the first page. And, uh, so,
2: the pamphlet says... I think if you flip it um, over, it says, uh, it says something about uh, Is that the, wait, hold on, is
1: that the one that um, starts with the, um...
2: The best thing about d
1: and is you don't even
0: have anywhere, to do it. guys. guys. Exactly. Yeah,
1: have somebody else write your character sheet for you, and then you can just do whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, we just <laughs> suddenly <laughs> cut it off, like, 20 minutes ago. <laughs> this, is, yes. this is the fourth podcast of the night. Random garbage.
0: <laughs> My name is Russell. <laughs> Thank you for watching Geeks Crossing. <laughs> this was our video on D D. Thank
2: Apple.
0: you. Please wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap! I just realized. Doctor, no, use iPhones. That's Apple parody right
1: now. <laughs> really? oh, I, I Guess I missed out. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I must have been um. too busy trying to read the literacy pamphlet. <laughs> <family. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> that are crossing the road. <laughs> Oh my god, it's 11.43. <laughs> so, for those of you keeping track at home, I have to be up at 7 because I'm a student teacher. Uh, and yeah, a so, I like to be asleep by midnight so I can get 7 hours of sleep, but I might just, I don't know, we'll see what happens tonight.
2: You should just call out tomorrow and be like, yeah, I died. Yeah, I'm sorry, I can't. <laughs> 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 oh my god, well, you, well, you can I'm visit, visit so Mao Zedong. Ma His or corpse or... is
1: still on display. <laughs>
2: <joined my> <laughs> Mao Zedong. Ma Zedong's body
1: is still on display. You can go visit it anytime you want. Cool. Yeah, it's in Wait, bomb, really? so it looks like he died yesterday. He died in the seventies, dude. Where you been? <laughs> Wait, he actually
2: died? <laughs> Do you think he was like the still like the still leader of China? <laughs> Where he was the current ruler of China.
0: Xi you... Jinping. I, I get confused.
2: Who's the <laughs>
0: current leader? Or as I like to call him, <laughs> to <go? laughs> no Z, no. which in their Who language is, is like Zin Xi,
1: Zin
2: and then Jinping, which is J I N P I N G. Oh, we're not getting uh, endorsed by China. So Nike, <laughs> do you want to sponsor? <laughs> no way. No, that's Disney. Now we're not
1: listen, get listen, Chairman Xi <laughs> Jinping. We said really good things about Christopher Robin earlier, so you really just consider. It. It's not saying that. <laughs> Isn't
0: it good, good enough for you, candy, but we have the pair. All right. Well, orchard. hopefully the
1: FBI's warmed up to us now because we're <laughs> crapping all over China. <laughs> NBA Nike, Nike. We just lost we that a
0: We lost the NBA now. <laughs> Dang. Okay, and this is where we're cutting it. So once again, farewell, people. Oh, no. Sayonara. Oh, no. Sayonara. Adios.